Okay, we're recording. Cool. Should yeah. we go in there in the in the Zoom? Sure. Yeah, let's go in the Zoom and meet up with our friend Zoe, who you may remember from past podcasts. Those who, are some good ones. Yeah, yeah, those are some good ones. Zoe came to our podcast. She, she brings a fucking energy to this thing that actually kind of scares me, quite frankly. <laughs> but we keep doing it. It's like uh, uh, talking to her on the podcast is psychedelic. You have to let go. So we're going to do it. We're going to see uh, how this fucking goes. Here we go. Let's see if it works. If you're listening to this, you can watch us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash VeryApe. We're going to be posting most of our podcasts on there as videos now. So I'm just going to get over the idea that we're on camera. I don't know for me. It's a big deal. I'm going to forget about it a lot and yeah. be embarrassed later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's the best way. That is the best way to do it. Just forget about it while you're doing it. Save the embarrassment for later. And then when you go to be embarrassed later, push it off a little bit and just keep pushing it off until you're a better person who doesn't get embarrassed so much. That's what I'm doing. That's great advice. Yeah, I'm still embarrassed about fucking an episode we did 100 episodes ago, you know. But I'm just putting it off. Oh, yeah, don't even talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we doing, Cass? You checking your it phone? It says waiting for you to start meeting. Start the fucking meeting. Let's, let's meet up. Don't. Use language like that against cats. I shouldn't use okay? that. I know. That's, that's a good point. It's harsh language. Harsh okay. language. Hello? It's only accepted sometimes in this household. It seems like someone's at the door. Who could it be? Believe Zoe, you there? Bing bong. There she is. I'm all I'm all zoomed up. I got Zoom on the conference line. I got Zoom as my recording device. And you are I'm like recording. double zoomed. And I am recording. That is correct. That's beautiful. We're real professionals here. On the Very A podcast okay. with Zoe Nightingale. Here, uh, you're coming from Hi. LA. Uh, hi. This is Carrie, by the way. Uh, Carrie Zoe. You hey, be. Carrie. Yeah. Hi. Nice to meet you. How are we? Doing good. Pleasure's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're doing great. So, what the fuck, you guys? We connected for a second before, and what what happened, Zoe? You you already had this thing? Coronavirus? Coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> well, so, it's interesting, right? I, uh, I, I came to California a while ago, and I never really had symptoms. I was quarantined for about a month and a half, and... Uh, we did all the things. We wore masks. We did gloves. We washed our hands. Like I live with a doctor. She's super careful. And um, she had a phlebotomist come in, which is a new word for me, mm. blood doctor, blood drawer, rather, um, who came into our house and took our blood. And we got tested for the antibodies. So people who've already had corona, they, they develop in a sort of an immunity. I'm not going to, don't quote me on this, but you develop a way to test whether or not your body has fought it already. And it turns out that we had already had it. And All so, of you. yeah. Wow. So you probably got know. it since so, you've been in LA. Yeah, I, so now I'm basically like a superhero. Nothing can harm me. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure on the science on that, but uh, uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited about it, quite frankly. Why did you go to L.A.? Why did you leave us hanging here, you know? This is New York. We're supposed to ride <laughs> this thing out. Yeah, no, I know. Listen, trust me, I feel 100% like a deserter. I really do. And, and the guilt of it is not something that is 
not formidable and not in my mind, but I have a very nervous, very Jewy kind of thinking family that when things started to go down, probably around March 10th, March 11th, um, every single member of my family was like, get the fuck out of there right now. I don't care what you want. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where you go. Just leave New York. And, you know, at the time we were still trying to figure out what to do with work, what to do with, with everything. And things were a little amorphous, but, uh, my, my best girlfriend at the time had come to New York and, uh, because we had decided to quarantine together in New York because we figured that New York would be fun. Mm. Somehow in my mind, you know, like, you know, when Sandy hit, uh, it was great. And it was two weeks of partying. We were locked into people's houses. It was sort of like a blackout, you know, total rave for days and days. We had a great time. And somehow we thought that it would be something like that, that it would be like a, like a good fun time to be in New York City. But as the statistics kept coming in and, and we very much thought they would close down the borders and close down the airplanes, um, she convinced me that Los Angeles would be a better place to be. She has a much larger space with an outdoor area and a lot of sunshine because apparently every single day in California is sunny. Um, they tell you that, but you don't really get it until <laughs> yeah. you're here. I'm right? like looking so. at you right now, and I'm like envious. I mean, you're glowing. You got the vitamin D, <laughs> the straight injection of it. Girl, all. I, that's that's the only vitamin D I've been getting. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm full up. I'm I'm full up. Uh, so yeah, I'm a deserter. I deserted my hometown. I deserted my friends. I deserted everyone. Um, but I think in the long run, it was a really good choice for me. Uh, and this has been a really, really hard time, right, for everyone. And I don't know if I would have mentally been able to cope with some of the real losses that were going down around me and all the sort of the, the flames just swallowing up my entire life um, if I had been in my apartment in New York. It might have been too much. So I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, I mean, you called me. I was already in isolation with these guys. And you call me. <laughs> you call me. She calls me, what, some <laughs> Mid, I find out when March, yeah. it, it, and you're yeah. like hey I'm down the block at a restaurant like we're gonna come over I'm like what are you doing <laughs> well, <laughs> here's here's the thing I I yes I did I was we went for what was our last walk in New York we walked from Bushwick down to Greenpoint all along the water um we were gonna try to get tattoos uh that day and it, it turned out to be the very last day that anybody could go anywhere it was the last time I would eat in a restaurant it was it was just the last of everything. And I just thought maybe I could hug you guys. I don't know. It was a poor planning. I don't know what the fuck was going you send, on. You I didn't understand. Me a bottle of Purell. I You're like, send me a picture of a bottle of Purell. And you're had, like, we're fine. I, did, like, I had, I thought, listen, no one, you obviously understood, but I didn't get it. It took me a really long time. I have a very thick head that's mostly full of marshmallows to understand that this was what it was. So... I absolutely was one of those people that just was just not getting it. I we 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 wanted to hug you real bad, and if that yeah. meant that we gave you a deadly disease, so be it. <laughs> well, it sounds like you might have. You know, I was thinking that you may have gotten it being down in, because um, you were down at uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. That's yeah. probably where you. So got I it. went. I be, I went. I went to every single place you could you could possibly go to get coronavirus, except for you know directly flying straight to Wuhan. I mean, I. I was at Mardi Gras for two weeks, touching, licking, drinking, everyone, everything, you know, like, t I mean, really super close contact with like thousands of people in crowds um, on floats, off floats, you know, the thing was fucking nuts. Um, 
you know, and then I flew to New York and then I was in my my job, which is a seven, you know, six to seven hundred person capacity giant touch museum for right. tourists from all over the world. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I ride the sub, ride the subway every single day. Uh, you know, I so, yeah, I um, I was about as close to it as one could go without like physically taking a soiled corona infested mask and shoving it on their face. I was, I was about as close to that as you could get. Um, yeah, and I got it, but you know, it's it's just been I don't I I don't know. I don't know anybody who's actually gotten it badly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I mean, all I know is from listening obsessively to podcasts over and over and over again about what's going down. And I just feel incredibly lucky and really, I don't know, just just lucky all around. All of us are incredibly lucky that we have the resources and the bandwidth and the, you know, whatever, every single thing you think of to, to, to withstand this stuff. How have you guys been doing? We're, we've been we've been being creative i feel like it's been yeah. really like fun like we are confined to a small space where we don't have a nice backyard or anything like that but we've been getting creative and making food and and having fun so we made a fort the other night which i think really stepped it yeah up. we made a fort in the living room <laughs> that was like it was a- incredible we it was a fully pitched fort like right here above the couch we had like projection going and yeah. Yeah. We hung so you, out in so there. So Corona has made you guys eight years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, basically. Pretty much. I mean, we even bought onesies like at the very oh, start yeah, of this. Oh, yeah. I forgot about like, that. Yeah. Full hooded onesies. <laughs> Zoe, I've been thinking about you with uh, Burning Man getting canceled and like where are you going to put oh. all that creative energy and what's going to come <laughs> from this? You, you know? mean where are me and the rest of the fucking 70,000 dickheads who are addicted to Burning Man going to do mm. during August? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um <laughs> You know, I think it's probably good that all of us take a bit of a break. Um, I, it's it's just dev- the whole thing is insane. I I never imagined that anything could happen like this. I don't know. Did you? This yeah. is not something that I, did we, you? Was we this not only happen? we not only imagined it, but I feel like not this specifically, and not like the tens of thousands of people that are dying. But Cass and I always pray for some reason for humanity to get back on the same page and uh i could have never imagined something this effective at that it's happening so this is your fault you did this you prayed for this yeah yeah in a way like we prayed for the psychedelic event like for the for society to all take acid at once they're not going to actually drop the acid they something has to come along in a psychedelic form like this where we don't consume and yeah, everything everything pollute. slows down and you're more mindful of your consumption and you're more mindful of your travel and your interactions with people. Like, I even think like, like what an opportunity to shed negativity, to shed negative uh, vibes or negative people in your world. Like, this is a good time to do that if you have the privilege to be able to do those kind of things. It also feels like everyone, it's like collectively we're having to become the burn, like Burning Man 2020, everyone's like, you got to go to Burning Man 2020. We got to like, yeah. got to finally go. And it's like, no, the world needs to, is taking, I hope, the values of Burning Man. And it's just becoming a way that we're going to have to live when um, the economy isn't what it was and, and capitalism isn't it, what it can could be before. It was wearing you out. The last time you were on our podcast, <laughs> you were like, you were, you needed this. You needed this, whether you knew it or not. You know, (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, I, I have actually talked to a lot of people about how much this feels like a bad acid trip. I know for you guys, it's been like a creative, fantastic acid trip uh, for me. <laughs> Uh, it just like it just feels like I've taken acid. It was fun for a week, and now I just want to take a, you know, chainsaw to my head to make it stop. I, I, I mean, I, it's it's, I just have so much fear for people. I, everyone I know is out of work. Everyone I know. I mean, basically, mm-hmm. and I don't. I I literally don't know how people are going to. To do, I, I don't, I don't know when this acid trip is going to turn into the lesson that turns people into doing jobs and passions and working with the environment in ways that are more productive and more healthy. I don't, and when does that happen? I don't know. But in the meantime, a shit ton of people are going to literally starve. Yeah, you know, and it just, I, I don't know how to get that fear out of my body. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I literally have like this pain that started like two days ago, like right here in my chest, like right above where the heart is. And it's like sharp and indescribable. Like, I don't know what it could have come from, but Cass was like, yo, that's this like our collective pain. And you're just, you're, you have it in your body right now. It's all stored up. Cause, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. It's, it's really, it's fucked up. We're trying not to necessarily always see it in that way and seeing like, seeing this for like a vehicle for awakening possibly like what could this do for us like what should this do for us what is this meant to be because like anytime i'm struggling with anxiety because anxiety is just like casting your fucking lure out into the future and just pulling back whatever bullshit you can anytime i'm doing that i try to get back to this thought of like maybe we're in heaven you know, all this has talk about heaven and, and hell, but like maybe we're already in heaven. Like maybe we could see this for the perfection it is. And even with it all, no spiritual bypass involved, taking it all for what it is. Maybe this is perfection and we're supposed to be learning and waking up from this. And that's not always easy to decode because we're monkeys. So, I, I mean, I think also, to be honest, Zoe, this is like we're probably on the opposite ends of the spectrum energetically like you are probably a much more extroverted person than us so like this is like (laughs) oh yeah that's like i really honestly i feel for you because i know you feed so much energy off uh connecting with people and seeing people and going out and partying all this stuff and like yeah I, i honestly i can't imagine how challenging it must be to like adjust course and not have the weekends that you had like i'm my heart's broken because i can't go to a show you know, <laughs> under, other than that, as far as personally, like besides being heartbroken for people who are struggling and don't have the food for uh, like the money for next meal and stuff, there's like, I think we're pretty, we've been preparing for this. You know, we, we've, our relationship has been like, we're not for the first time spending 24 seven together. We've been pay- spending 24 seven together for like years. So <laughs> <laughs> how are you? I mean, how is this doing for you? Like, is this like you miss? I mean, at least you're staying, staying with like five yeah, people or something. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. What do you do? I imagine you take your entire life is built, your your entire uh, worldview and life and energy source and self-worth is based off your friendships, your business, your your interactions, your moments of whimsy within a within your city. And just this idea that of New York, you are a New Yorker. That that is where your home is. That is where your 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 future is. And now I, I honestly don't think New York is my future. I don't think that. I, I don't. I don't know anything. My entire world has been completely turned upside down. And um. Mm. 
and uh, I've lost everything, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, so I'm incredibly lucky that I'm with people that I love in a beautiful place. And um, honestly, being in nature like this has been a... I mean, I can't even tell. It's it's so beautiful here. I don't know if I can... Hold on, let's see. Yeah, give you. us a tour. Can, can you see this? Wow. Can you see the mountains? Damn. Wow, are you like in a vineyard or something? Where the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a vineyard. And then there's like a there's like a pool of thing over there. Look wow. at this tree. Um, Damn, yeah, girl. I'm, I'm literally, I'm in a vineyard called Santa Ynez. And, um, so being here has been incredibly, rest- being here has been incredibly restorative, but um, I just feel really lost. I've been super creative also. I've been writing, I've been doing podcasts, I've been doing whatever, but I, I, I think like a lot of people, I just, I don't, I feel like I don't have a home. And the very idea of New York has been compromised, you know, yeah. the, the, and that to me feels insane. I, no matter what, I always had this idea that I have this home and this place that really makes me so happy where I, I know that I, that I belong. And, um, I don't belong in California. I don't, be- I don't, I really belong yeah, you're anywhere. A New Yorker. So I, you're such a New Yorker. So I, <laughs> Yeah, there's no delis, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't really, there's, there's people get in a car and drive to a grocery store. It's insane. Oh, my God, you should see the grocery stores here. I don't know what it's like in New York, but the lines. Like, if you want to go to Trader Joe's, you have to go in a line six foot deep, like 500 people back. It takes, like, hours to get into any store, anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just feel homeless. And um, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of freedom in that and you're right the last time we spoke I was completely crushed by my job and completely unable to be creative and completely feeling drained but you were crushed by um, the opposite of what's going on now like you were crushed by the limited like like oh I guess I'm gonna be in New York working at this fucking place not not that you (laughs) curse the place or anything I I, you know but like you know what I mean it was the opposite now it's like open whatever and that's terrifying in its own way well i think for me this also has brought up a lot of questions of what choices i've made in my life up until now like why up until now i didn't feel like i needed to save money or that i needed a partner or i needed a more stable life because i loved this way of living because new york is really conducive to sort of skating by having the best experiences ever it's it doesn't i never felt like i was missing something not having an adult bank account and now <laughs> it really is like what the fuck were you doing like what <laughs> you're living oh uh, yeah so you know it's just there's a lot of calling into question my my past uh that i'm dealing with and i've moved through but i'm sure a lot of people might have a similar feeling of like why did i live so long without sowing roots in a way that could you know that I could survive for a year maybe if I had to like why did I always think that things would be okay why was I so believing that this bubble that we lived in would always not burst I should yeah. have known this everyone knew this and we how could anyone in a know this unsustainable way no but you could have known that many different factors could have happened to make this ridiculous bubble burst that we were all living in for the last 30 years you know, that's that's super obvious. But and that's I just, also like, probably because you're a smart person and so are we, but we didn't plan for our future because we realized that this bubble's going to burst and like, why the fuck am I going to get invested in all this bubble shit when it's going to burst? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And well, so many people are in your situation now, our situation now, that like yeah. it's going to have to be the paradigm shift that we were praying for. 
otherwise, like, are we really just going to live in a society where everyone is fucking poor? Like, we, we, we can't we can't do that. We have to totally reimagine what we're all about and how we're going to relate with each other. And I think a lot of people who um, who are, ta- are are taking this time uh, and still can keep their jobs are really appreciating it are really appreciating having this time away from all the madness, all that static of commuting and competing and bank accounts and fucking all this craziness. I think that people are really finding home again. And I think it's probably just as terrifying for some people that this might go back to normal than the other way around. That's what I've been thinking about lately. Can you believe that Bernie still, I mean, can you believe we still don't want universal health care? Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? What is wrong? How is it? You know, if this had happened two months before, Bernie would have, we would have got, you know, it's like, I just, I I was looking at Biden's blinky face, you know, Uh. the other day thinking, he's so, I just, how people can still not understand how important a more socialist or whatever, or some a more universal way of dealing with each other and, and taking care of one another. I just don't understand. Right. Now, people are still, still not in my backyard, still not wanting to pay for other. It's just crazy. Like, what is it going to take for us to want to take care of one another? More of this. If not this. More of this. More of this. Get, yeah, just like double dose, triple dose. You're like, oh, I thought I took one hit of acid. I, I took a 10 strip. That's what it's going to take okay. to fucking shed our collective ego. Maybe we need the thumbprint, the dread. Yes. Oh, I don't want to. Yes, this no. is the thumbprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think with Bernie, uh, it took um, unprecedented action by the Democratic Party to stop him. It took unprecedented action to get other candidates to drop out on the eve of Super Tuesday and coalesce around the establishment and status quo. Pretty fucking ridiculous, and Obama was behind all that. And now, what they're doing here, they just I don't know if you saw this out there, but they just canceled New York's primary. So we can't Fantastic. even we can't cast a vote for Bernie Sanders if we want. They basically are trying to tie the hands of the movement. So because because if they didn't cancel the primary here, there's a good chance Bernie would have won anyway, even though he dropped out. And he'd be going into the convention with so many delegates that they would really have to play ball with the progressive, quote unquote, movement. So they just want to make sure the corporatists want to make sure everything's buttoned up and that the narrative about how we move forward at a society is very, very small. And it's decided by corporate interests. That's what's happening right now. So I don't know. To me, it's like you guys are planting the seeds for like a real revolution, not one that gets settled at in, in a, every four years election. That's that's how much they're hanging us out to dry as people right now is if you're not getting radicalized by this, just fucking wait. Just wait. You'll be there. <laughs> yeah, that's why there's a there's a moment where Sean was like, we were kind of like, wow. Are we happy that Bernie's no longer in the race right now because now there has to be a collective awakening that isn't just relying on one savior? Yeah. Like Bernie isn't our one savior. We we ha- don't have an option to be this one guy's going to get in there and fix everything. It's like no, we have to do it ourselves on a on Yeah. A, on a and I and I think like um to what your point, I don't know, we might have been texting about this. I don't know if we talked about it, but like doesn't a commune sound great right now? Yeah, no, so seriously, uh, yes, and um, let's consider California, and here's why. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so nice. Yeah. 
it's so fucking nice and it's always warm. Can you imagine a, a life that's always warm? Can you imagine that? It just seems boring. Every day. I'm bored with it already. Like, you know, I've, I, we'd go out to, we love LA, but we just love it for one month a year. We go, we hang out with all our friends. No, no. And then Not after. Not LA. Fuck after, LA. LA is stupid. Vineyard wine yeah, country. Yeah. yeah. Solvang. This, there's this, there's this Dutch, there's this little place called Solvang, which is a little tiny Dutch community where all the little houses are Dutch looking and they've got little cheese shops and shit. And they're all, all in these little rolling hills looking out over the mountains and the ocean is 30 minutes away. Nice. Hear me out. I mean, it sounds incredible. I, would, I, I did a video call with a girlfriend and she's showing me her broccoli that's growing. She's out in the Bay Area. Her broccoli and her peas and her everything. And it's like pretty much year round. You can grow your own food, which is year round, guys. Mm. I'm in. I'm in for a commune. I mean, this. I mean, I've been living with a couple of friends, and it's so lovely. We cook together, and we have dinner together, we clean up together, and it's just so wonderful. It's yeah. been. I, I'm all in as long as like you guys have the babies. I'll like help raise them sometimes, I guess. But I, I mean, I th- the only someone babies, else has got to have the children. The only babies we're having are little sourdough babies. Yeah, little bread babies. <laughs> That's what we decided. Our bread babies. Oh, you're are you are you making bread? Did you get starters and shit? You're doing the sourdough. It seems to be quite difficult. We're about to start the starters. Yeah, it's a process. Whoa. Yeah, but this is what we're doing, and this is uh, you know. We can't be distracted with work. Are you kidding me? Like, we want to just fucking have a good time and just make our own food. Making your own food is work. Taking yeah. care of yourself is work. You know, growing your food is work. And I think we've we've created so much separation between how we provide for ourselves. It's like, first, we need to make more money for people who are our boss. Yeah. And then we get to eat rather than just making our own food, cooking our own food. You know. And, th- and that's the whole premise of neoliberalism, which we've been living under since Bill Clinton is save your save your happiness for later save it for save it for retirement and somehow retirement gets keeps getting pushed back and somehow people have less and less and you know i i think this this much needed break is showing people more where their values naturally lie and you might not have thought you were the type of person that would want to have anything to do with a commune before this i know i we always said that we're always like yeah it's fun to talk about but in sounds, practice, sounds like ego. It sounds like a nightmare. Nightmares, but and you know, I don't know. Th- this fucking uh, this outbreak happens. Carrie moved right in, and it was just like, room, like just like it never was anyway before. Like weirdly natural. Like other instincts start taking over. Your ego has to go down. The things that you like that might fucking drive you crazy before aren't even registering now. At least this is what it's doing to me. And, and I'm becoming a much more present person because there's no future I can imagine. Going into the past is almost like too gut-wrenching. So it's just like, how can we hone our presence? How do we really show up to each moment? And when we do that, we regain our dignity. And when we regain our dignity, we know how to fight for ourselves. And we know how to advocate for ourselves. And we understand what solidarity means. And this is why they really desperately want to get the economy open again is because this shit is dawning on everybody. Yeah, but this is this is a non-sexual new person. No, it's a sexual person. <laughs> no. What are you kidding nice. me? Are you fucking I don't kidding know. me? <laughs> yeah. Are you, you, do you think I'm? <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> I don't. How am I supposed to know who's sexual? I don't know. I'm not waiting. This is how assume. you find out, that's I guess. This is how you find out. We're sexual people. Well, that's well, that's very interesting, you guys. You're, you're, you're back. <laughs> 
The trouble yeah. has returned. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't like it doesn't feel like the forefront of what our relationship is. I feel like it's built on like so much more than that, which is Yo, a beautiful thing. This shit got so So you guys deep. are like making vegan food and just fucking all day and making forts and just getting high on weed and then like doing other kid shit and doing like like play doh sculptures. Yeah, we actually we, do. Have, well, we broke out the clay. We haven't. We haven't done we anything, haven't done anything, anything with, it, yeah. with it. And we're, we're going to paint her. Nails Where did she too. come from? I don't know. <laughs> like you know, my favorite thing about Carrie, she wasn't a fan of ours. She had never seen one of our movies. She had never heard our podcast before. Nothing. Like she, just a friend of a friend. She was in need of some weed, and we had a little extra. <laughs> and she came by, and like fucking five minutes. That was like the first time we ever hung out, just us two. And I was like, "Yo, you should- let a brand new person move into your quarantine tree?" I dear, did that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't that, that brand new. But we had at that point. We were kind of like dating each other. We had for, like two weekends. We had like a solid two weekends, and we were like, "Oh, we really like each other. Like, we really like each other." We still do. Wow. Yeah. Even more than that. You guys that. are fucking do. insane. You guys are so crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I haven't, like, it's I'm, not like I actually moved in here. Like, I still have an apartment. I still yeah. go back to my apartment. Yeah. Every I understand what it means. No. Don't worry. I know, oh, I know exactly what it means. And um, <laughs> You know what we're doing. You, How can you, you not it. hang oh, I, out yeah. with this, like, all the time? <laughs> no, I, I understand. Uh, so... Where are the responsibilities? Like, are you guys just taking turns on each other on the dishes? Like, is there a chore chart? Is there like a, a chore chart? How is this working? I think like, uh, I mean, like sexually, it works out because like they both get their period and it doesn't happen at the same time. So I think like there's lots of times when we're <laughs> we're all doing it together, and then there's times where it's like I gotta sit this one out, and then you wouldn't know. it make more sense for one of them to try to have their period at different times so you can have a revolving roster of non bloody pussy to like? That's the point. That, that- that's what we're doing. And then Sean sometimes oh, okay. wants to sit it out because okay. he's just exhausted. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm You're exhausted. Years old. I hate you. <laughs> God. My God. You guys are like the only people still having sex these days because I, I figure that anybody, the most people are not having sex is either they're alone or they're with family or whatever. And the ones that are together are like sick of each other anyway, so they're not mm. fucking. So you might be the only people left on the planet having sex right now. Wait, you're, you guys aren't having a sexy time over That's there? Not, it's not no. a sexual. It's not a sexual commune where you are? <laughs> no, well, I mean, it, what's funny is I actually am here with my ex-boyfriend, but it's very much an ex-boyfriend. And then, uh, well, to be fair, maybe my maybe my girlfriend and her boyfriend are having sex, but we hang out so much that I don't know when. And I certainly don't <laughs> we, we live pretty, we, cer- we certainly live close together. I'm so jealous, you guys. Like, oh my God. I, I, only you guys could, like, invent or manifest a, a, your third during this time. Oh, right under the wire. Right under the wire. Like, literally, we couldn't have met a weekend later because the feelings might not have... It was. It's like that sourdough little yeast baby. <laughs> it needs to be... It needs two weeks. And then the outbreak hit. And, like, literally, like, Carrie, like, called us from work. Like, yo, they're shutting my shit down today. We picked her up. And, like, we've been inseparable ever since. And it's not because of the quarantine. Like... This is what we want to do. It's because you're in love. Adorable. Jesus Christ. Are you guys saying words like love? We're is that lovers. happening? Oh, we're lovers. Oh, yeah. I say it, I say it okay. all the time. <laughs> I love you. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And, I mean, ha- 
Who who's sleeping with who more? Is it always the three of you together? Are there like little pockets you guys go off on the side to close the curtain ever? Or? <laughs> mm. It's all been very natural. Yeah. I feel like we've had relationships where it wasn't super natural. Yeah, it was like a little um, like it needed to be talked about. You know, this is just like flow surfing. It's, flow. it's like, like Jesus surfing. Christ. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I mean oh. to answer your original question about like dishes and things like that, it it's been very natural. I don't know, like we kind of naturally take turns with it all. I guess we're in the honeymoon period it's, and we're trying not to spoil it. You know? Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> that's it. it. We just haven't gotten. I'm sick just wondering yet. if you like if you cook dinner. Uh, sorry, if you like are the one who's performing the most sexually, does that mean that you don't have to cook dinner? Like, is that is that, is yeah. that a job that you've done so the other people, like, <laughs> no. do the other job? I mean, is there... Sean's no. over here saying, yeah, like, he cooks to begin no, with. No, I don't do the cooking. <laughs> oh, shit. But if I did, oh, some, if I did no, something okay. else, like... You don't need to, because like me and Cass, like obviously, are holding it down. Oh, in they're that crazy. Damn. Well, Sean DJs and cleans the floors mm-hmm. and you know that sort of stuff. He, he, it's not like he doesn't hold his. I give massages. Oh no, he, he gives massages. He what down. are you spilling on the floor? Like, what is so dirty? Your floor is like a, a concrete, shiny floor. Like, what <laughs> could possibly be on the floor? I'm just obsessed with just like making sure when you walk around barefooted that nothing's sticking to your feet. Or it's not dirty. Like I'm a clean person. Okay. I'm very, very clean. Like my body is clean. And I try to keep <laughs> everything. Your nails are always clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was just having to explain to Carrie. Like, after we have sex, like I always go and I just like go take a shower real quick. You know, just rinse my dick off. I don't even take a full time? shower. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. I'm I would not almost like, be offended by that. I'm not I like. I want you to like sit no. with my shit on you. you no, know, a little bit. Like, ev- let it soak in a bit. <laughs> I I get that, and I will do that. That's time love. Time, but it's like. I'm going to go pee anyway. So while I'm in the bathroom, let me just hop in and just spray down that area just so I'm ready for next time. And it's not even a thought. You know, it's just I'm ready. I'm, I'm back. Now I'm back. And uh, Jesus yeah. Jesus Christ, you guys should write a book on this shit. Like, <laughs> it's, just un- it's just unbelievable. It's so it's only you guys. Only you guys could pull this off. Only you ask so you- us these kind of questions. So it's so funny. Like yeah, everyone like else is kind of like. I you think know, people want to ask, but yeah. they don't. Oh, yeah. Well, your dad asked. Well, yeah, I my mean, dad is someone people... who's very curious. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, I bet, you're, I bet your dad is curious. I'm sure. I mean, one look at Sean, he was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? <laughs> that looks like a man who's come four times a day and just ate a great vegan meal. That guy, I do not trust. Uh, <laughs> And so, sorry, what are you telling your parents exactly? Oh, my God. She never would have probably told her parents if this whole thing didn't happen because her parents are like, where are you? <laughs> yeah, well, my dad kept saying, like, who who are these people, Sean and Cass, and why are you always hanging out with them? And I was like, oh, here we go. All right, I guess it's time for this conversation. And he said he Googled and he Googled thruples, or, but he didn't no, call he, it. No, he tried to find the terminology for it, and he called it a truple. Truple. Like, yeah, That's truple. cute. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, that's that's not what it's called. We already I met mean, her I mean, family. Maybe this is a good time maybe to break it to your family that you're totally. a bisexual super slut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's, cause it's, cor- it's like, well, but dad, I'm safe. Like we, well, I we're, mean, so my dad knew the bisexual stuff, just not the super slut part. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is different, but. I th- uh, it's like, always hard it, to break that to your parents. I, I know, haven't told right. my parents yet, but I think they know. Oh yeah, I think they, they know. got it already. <laughs> Come on, you're a freaky. I'm just, but but lucky you. You're like I'm a super slut with no dick, like or put, I got a super slut with nothing. I got well, I have crickets and um, 
there's some there's some coyotes around, but that's really the the most action I'm getting. You seem like you were <laughs> you seem like you were wishing you were even sluttier because I think your thing with us was always like I'm like you're very engaged in the sexual energy, but as far as actually throwing it around, you've been very reserved. Oh, no, yeah, oh, we took Cass, you on a date. Cass, you didn't I, throw it around. Yeah, you just come on. like you've. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I don't remember being given the option to throw it around. And second of all, Cass, as I said to you, I was like, the next time I see you guys, I'm going to be ready to throw down <laughs> because I'm going to be so unbelievably desperate for human affection. You have no idea. Oh, you can talk I, a big I, game from across the country. <laughs> nah, dude, oh, sure. let me tell you. I'll be back. I will prove it to you. And also... I've been, this time I am grateful for it because I've been doing a lot of like sitting and thinking through just a lot of shit. And I think I've worked through a lot of, um, a lot of things in my own mind. So I think I'm, I'm ready to be more adventurous and more connected next time I return. And I, so I guess Carrie is going to be, either it's going to be a fight to the death or it's going to be a, a four, a qu- a quadril? Quadru- no. Quadruple. I think that's Qua- just quadru- called an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> orgy! Yeah. Oh, an orgy. Dude. Oh, orgy. Dude. Well, yeah. Sean, can you do three girls? Can you, you know what to do with three I've, chicks I've never once? tried it before, but I think in a weird way, it might be easier than this. What? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, yeah, because then... Then it's balanced because you know balanced. a car a car can't really drive on three wheels. Yeah, but it can move. Right? Yeah, it can. Does move. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like there's definitely lots of fun stuff that could go down with with four people, and it's also just funnier. Yeah, I think it'd be yeah. fun because well, I've never been with two girls. Everyone has their own attention. You've never been with two girls. Yeah, like Sean always gets to be with two girls. I'm like, well, I get the perfect balance of feminine and masculine, you know. But oh. now it's gonna get crazy. But I can talk a big game <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, <we're> s- <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm actually very glad for this time of alone time. I don't think I've been this alone in ever in my life. Mm. You know. Um, and it's good. And then when I get to see people like you guys, it's going to be even better. Or yeah. Everybody, when we see anybody, it's going to be so good. I was laughing with my friend um, that I'll, I'll hang out with anybody, anybody, even people that I don't even like. I'd be like delighted to to sit with anyone anywhere and just hang out with them. I'm just so excited. Oh, extra long for- hugs. Mm-hmm. We went to a wedding the other day. We went to uh- how. Well, we wore all wore masks, but a good friend of mine got married to her uh, girlfriend, who's from Sweden. Are you kidding me? Do you yeah. want to do you want to see what a, a wedding during quarantine looks like? Oh yeah, you got to see this picture. Yes, of course <laughs> I do. Did, did the bride wear a photo. mask? Yeah, they're both wearing. They're masks both brides. The, the what's it called again? I keep forgetting. The officiator. This guy? The officiator. Yeah. So this was the yeah. scene. They're not wearing dresses. No, it was very, very, it was, very Maybe it's more or less of tasteful. a wedding. They're saying we'll have a wedding later. This is more of a like... We were the only people there. Yeah, we were the three guests. The only guests. They didn't even know Carrie, you know? They yeah. get, they let Carrie come to their wedding with yeah. only two... <laughs> who could deny her? Who who would who would say they were so nice though? Like yeah. we were taking, I was taking photos of them and like hyping them up. I think she, we're all gonna be homies. Shoes and yeah, she honestly, again, you and I laughed. We we've all laughed about this last time, but again, it is the most ridiculous thing that you'd have the audacity to bring another date to a wedding, especially one that only had two people invited. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, the best. That, yeah, that is a pretty bold move to to thruple at a wedding. Is uh, that's only that's only you? It was just an exchange of vows. That was just an exchange of vows, yeah. And writing on some paper. Love is love. Is why did why did they want to get married so badly now? 
because she's not from here and Trump's pulling some shit with immigration. Uh, and also, like, okay. they want the option to go live in Sweden. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know. They're, it's confusing. I think Sweden's the only place that's mishandled this worse than us. Though. I know. It's kind of crazy. But so. they also, you know. Sweden's still open. Hospital stuff. Yeah. Sweet. I have a bunch of friends in Sweden. They say it's like business as usual. Restaurants, bars, everything's open. Yeah. Like... Well, I'm getting but, confused. Like the fact that you had it and everyone in your okay. house had it and no one knew that they had it. It's like we just it's so early. Who knows? This might all alleviate sooner than we think, you know. Well, that may if, the fact that you're saying that because you were like more much more doomsday about this whole thing. I mean, 50,000 people dying in the US is a fucking ton a lot of people considering we've shut down. So I, I'm definitely not feeling that, but there is a part of me that's optimistic because of what Zoe's saying. Mm. I'm not optimistic. I think this is going to be years, <laughs> honestly. Probably That's how years, I think, like truly. The corona decade. Don't see that. I just, I think, I think everything's going to change, um, and I'm really, really desperately hoping that it changes for the better and that people rebound and that the government somehow enacts ways to support and protect people and... Um, that the money that's being given out goes to the right places. I know it's not, but, it's uh, not. you know, you, you, you can dream. Yeah, no, I haven't. You can dream. I haven't gotten any stimulus money, and luckily, like. Me neither. Luckily, we, like, if I was, if I wasn't connected to Sean, I'd be, like, shit out of luck, you know? <laughs> like, we we made a Sean lot of. Sean, the old money bags over here. Well, I made, I mean, we've been together 10 years. I made this money with him. It's she just, made the I just, money. I just, I just don't like pay put myself it, yeah. that much because I like to, like, you know. And make it, <laughs> why pay yourself more, you know? <laughs> Are you paying rent? I did pay rent last month. It was actually one of the most painful things I've ever done. It hurt me in a place that I, I didn't even know I had of pain. It was like, mm, I, 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 because anytime I've ever not been in New York, I Airbnb it to the, to the second, you know? Yeah. If I'm not there for half a day, I fucking get somebody in there for 50 <laughs> bucks. I never, <laughs> never pay rent without being in New York, but. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be broke in days. Uh, don't pay rent. Don't pay rent. Uh, don't pay rent. We're not paying rent on May first. We didn't pay on April first. We're not paying on May first, and we ain't paying on fucking June first. They could try to find us. <sighs> we own. That's the only power we have at this point, Zoe. Like, our building. They own fifteen buildings. Like, they have a lot more uh, power and weight with Cuomo or de Blasio than us as individual renters do. But as individual renters say, we're not paying rent. We're not giving the last of our why. money. Yeah to this building when we can't we're legally not allowed to go out to the house out of the house and make money like we're not to me this is what being an american's about we make it about all this other patriotic bullshit but being an american is really about seeing an injustice fucking take place and standing up and doing something about it our government's leaving us out to dry hanging out to dry they didn't warn us about this in time. It spread like wildfire. Now they had to shut down the economy, and they're not going to address rent and mortgages. Are you? No, fucking it's crazy. Kidding? They'd be happy to take yeah. your last dollars. They Zoe. will. They, and they w- will because they want you desperate after all this. That's the thing. They want us all broke and desperate after all this because then they got us right where they want us. You know, and well, th- this they is what are. We have to they did back. it. C- c- success. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, yeah. Wait, there's. They did it. It's um, fucked up. No more rent, though. Don't, I mean, and if anyone's listening to this, okay. uh, don't pay rent. Just stop. Yeah, don't pay rent. Zoe, you can't even be in New York, and they can't fill your apartment. That's the other thing. Like, if you, you need have us power. to go pick up your stuff, we'll go pick up your stuff. You know. We've what already I mean? done. We already did this for somebody. Yeah, we we, we moved someone out of a place. Wow, how long did that take? 
Not along with three of us. Well, it was it was an office space. Yeah, yeah so it didn't it wasn't. No. We were moving them between out of their, the three their of us. Desk yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But oh right. But New York, I don't know. New York is like you said before. The idea of New York as we know it is is done. Yeah. You know, the reason we live here because we don't fucking go off to some job. The reason we live here is to hang out with our friends and go to shows, and we can't do either one of those things. The fuck are we doing? So what are you guys gonna do? I don't know. We we talk about this like we check in every now and then. Right now, we all decided the best thing we could do is not pay rent and stay here. And if push comes to shove and they're really pushing us out and they're legally allowed to do that, which it would take time, we'll go. We want to go upstate. We want to be um, we want to be in upstate New York on some bigger property where we could grow our own food um, at least part of the year. And be around or start a community. This is find your tribe, build your tribe time. And this was, we, we saw this coming from a long way away. And that's all we, we devoted our life to this network, this weird network of people that we have that all really care about each other and love each other. And um, I think the best way to show love is generosity. So if we all could come together, figure out who you care about, figure out who you could live with and what they could bring to the table, I think communes are going to be a big thing after this yeah we're trying to figure out what we i'm in yeah i'm in i'm in i'm so in i'm like beyond in but i have to get animals like i'm not i want a goat yeah and i want (laughs) i want a I want a raccoon and i want a skunk with its oil glands taken out all i really really want a pet skunk cute oh is there such a thing i've never even heard of pet skunk oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. if you take out their oil glands they're like apparently amazing pets and they're like super desperate and they are very codependent and they love you, and they don't want to leave you ever, and they're very soft. Have you ever felt a skunk? They're, like, incredibly soft. Wow. Wow. My mom was just hitting me yes. up saying she wanted to get um, a guinea pig, but they're hard to come by. Maybe I should tell her about a, a glandless you skunk. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even get a guinea pig. Every single animal, like, all, everything has been adopted out across the board. I mean, that's the good thing about Crone, at least. Yeah. No more stray animals, I guess. Yeah. I thought about it for half a second, and I was like, I don't want to take care of anything. No, we, yeah, you you've know, already you've already got two people, people to take care of. <laughs> yeah, this this is our family. This is, uh, we're riding this thing out together, and we're doing our thing. And I think uh, not to jinx it or anything, but we're so grateful we don't have kids. And that does not to knock uh, people who have made that decision, but we're very grateful that uh, we don't have kids and we could do whatever we it's want. It's actually amazing with the amount of times you guys have sex, you haven't knocked something up. You yeah, know? And we I'm don't on... do anything like. <laughs> I guess. She, what I mean, happens if you get Carrie pregnant? Well, on birth I'm on birth. That's not happening. That's not that. Fucking not smart. Happening. No, and I'm the pullout king. Smart. That's that's why. That's I've never gotten her pregnant. You're only well, the pullout king until you're not. I know. Okay, and then they call you daddy. All right, <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like no, I, you at this point. If that like it like it would feel like it came down on me as like this bad thing that I'd have to deal with, but I'd like rise to the occasion of being a mom if I had to. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that um, we, especially us, but the human race, we have the ability to make heaven on earth, whatever the circumstances. And I'm sure that if we were blessed with like a new life, we would be so psyched about it and creative about it. And we do don't it like to complain. Way. Let's just put it. That yeah, way. we just are always having a good time. Wow, you guys always drink your own Kool Aid. That's why yeah. you're going to be great cult leaders, and but, I cannot <laughs> wait to join you. But isn't that a better <laughs> way? Don't you think that ultimately, like, we get this one life? Wouldn't it be? Isn't it a better way to go through life to just be like? kind of psyched and into things and like I made the best sh- decisions every decision I made was the best decision we learned that from <laughs> Noah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
God, Noah. Oh, I don't. Wow. I, I haven't talked to Noah yet. I can't wait to find out how his quarantine's been going. Oh, we, we've been um, doing like weekly uh, little podcasts with him. We're doing one on Thursday. And uh, before. What, is he, what, did it, what does the tarot say about what's going on right now? Good, good, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> you can always rely on good, good, good. From yeah, Manoa. yeah, that, yeah. That, that's pretty much the reading. Good, good, good. <laughs> someone gave us right before we did this. Someone gave us uh, a forest, our, an artist friend of ours. That was supposed to be. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was supposed to be in a fucking um, an art show that got canceled. So that's we've been, our, our whole, our whole house has like become a museum to our friend's art and Cass's art and Carrie's stuff. And, you know, I just DJ it. I decorate. Yeah. Time. You guys are crushing it. You're just crushing it. You guys are so good at life. I'm so incredibly, I'm like, uh, so you are too. I mean, you look are. at where you look are. What, I mean, oh my yeah. God. You're putting like videos up and I'm like, yo, I feel really good about my life. And then I look at Zoe's Insta story and I'm like, mm, I don't it, know if I should feel so yeah, good. It looks like a fucking <laughs> screensaver. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's what, it's, it's, it's what I get for, for the amount of pain <laughs> that I went through first. So yeah. I think it's, I think it's balancing itself out quite nicely. Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe the, you guys will all unlock the, uh, the sexual tantric energy vibe in that. No, absolutely not. This <laughs> is not, we've been friends for 10 years. We're not, we're not sexual partners. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. It's, Mutual it's, masturbators. it's what we call family zone. Yeah. You it's, know, it's, we are, we are not. No, we are not. <laughs> I'm trying to fix my thing. No, we uh, we are we are total friends. We are, will never ever. Nothing like what you're doing is going to happen with us. <laughs> you guys are very special. You need to remember that you have a very special arrangement and a very special life. You've been blessed by the angels for reasons that no one understands. And um, no, we understand it perfectly. When we met, we were like, we love this. Let's devote our life to having fun. Like, and literally put that at the top of the priority list to the point where we're like. Hey, cool. You're not all hung up on material shit like houses and cars and fucking fences and uh, kids and all this stuff. Oh, we can go broke together. Like that's so fun. It's so fun, you know, being like to to not this have is to. This how I know you guys aren't Jewish. Like, but, but like you know that like that dumb like yeah like it can be like it's like a cultural thing that men carry around I think like oh, I gotta fucking provide and pro-. like like and just the idea that like she ain't gonna love me any less if we aren't making money or if we are like it doesn't fucking matter so like planting those seeds whatever nine ten years ago whenever we got together and like really devoting ourselves to it and starting things like Church of Chill like that's like probably what do they call that like sigil magic or something mm. when you start like writing stuff down and like you it, like it oh, starts had to like literally purge the unchill aspects of ourselves out yeah it's something we started <laughs> as a joke we started as a joke and then people think we're actually chill and then we actually have to be chill and you then to, you like, live up to this thing and then next thing you know you're actually the thing that, that higher vision for uh, for yourself that you had you just you've become it and it's really cool and I think like we're all like kind of always in an like in an eggshell, and we when we're unbeknownst to us, 
and you can kind of see and feel the process of when you're like poking out of that eggshell and like, oh wow, and it's not always so comfortable to get born, you know, you're getting born right now, you're being reborn, like this is, the new Zoe that isn't attached to the story of working at Zero Space and living in New York and dating in this way and doing the dance in that way, like the new Zoe is being reborn and so you're, you're coming yeah. out of an eggshell and it's a little uncomfortable at first, but you'll find your, your you're feet. You're so powerful. You're, oh God, Zoe, fucking forget about it. Like That's why I'm saying, like, what are you doing with all this Burning Man energy? You know, the world needs it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can make my own Burning Man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're very powerful. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Fuck yeah. Not a bad idea. And you really can do it words, like, like you can, you can do that. Like, and I'm not saying like that to everyone. I'm telling you Zoe that because we know you and like, we see your magic and it's so fucking, you're, you're so casual about it that maybe I get the sense that maybe you don't always recognize it. But honestly, if you wanted to start the next burning man, I fucking would bet on it that it would happen if you put your mind to it. I would bet on it. I mean, it. we already wear a mask to Burning Man, you know? <laughs> That's true. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> um, my my uh, SIM card's going to run out. All I right, have cool. to either change it or do this again. Um, no, this, was, this, was, this was Whatever. Perfect. We this just wanted like... to have a sweet little touch touch base with you. I'm oh, surprised yeah, this I'm so, gr- I'm, so, I'm so grateful for you always. And oh. I'm so delighted to meet your new... Third, you lucky girl. <laughs> you lucky, lucky girl. I that could have been me. It could have been me if I had had the confidence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, hey, there was plenty no, of space. So you, I said this to you before. You're the master of the, your own universe. Like, if you wanted this, you would have had it. You didn't want this. You I know. You rock our world. From day one, honestly, from day one, we did a podcast with you. I remember you were leaving and we were like, what is this? What's going on here? You know, like it was weird. Like I was like, what fucking portal did we just open? But it never went in that direction. The portal portal will hopefully be open for a long time and we can do (laughs) anything together. As soon as I figure out a way to get out of California and escape back to New York. All right. Should be soon. Come, uh, yeah, come quadruple around a little with us a little. Quadruple it up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right guys i love you all very much such a pleasure i'll send you, you a sunset video Please. peace and love zoe nightingale mm-hmm. stay safe stay clean i'll off your floors i'll have semen <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you.